All right, and welcome to Rise and Shine Creating 2020 Vision. Today is day 19 of our of our whole series here, and today is going to be day nine of the Mindset Conversation. And in a little bit here, we have a, an awesome guest that is, that is hopefully going to be joining us. But be, while we wait for him, let me go ahead and just welcome you to the show. If you're with me live, go ahead and say hello down in the comments. Let me know where you're joining from today. And how have you been enjoying this series? We started off talking all about vision and about really deciding what it is that you want to experience, right? And focusing your energy, directing your energy in a certain certain direction, right? Where are you going to point your tuner versus letting it be distracted and taken away by whatever happens around and really just tapping back into your power, your power in this moment, regardless of what's going around. And honestly, like what an amazing space and time to be practicing that within to really get to see evidence of how that makes a difference for you. So, so hello to Betty who's with us live. So good to see you. Awesome to see you, Betty. And today's guest, I am excited. You know, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to hold off on, oh, I think I hear him. Do I hear you? Devin, do I hear you? I can see, are, are you, I'm chatting with Devin behind the scenes. Devin, are you ready to come up on screen? Okay, awesome. And so with that said, we have an amazing guest today. I'm gonna bring him up on screen in just a moment here. Welcome, Devin Galladay. Oh my gosh, Kim, I owe you like, life is in turmoil. I hope we can have fun with that notion that everything is just cartoonish and weird. Oh my God, I love that. Yes, we can have fun with that. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Everything, so, is, everything has just been totally ridiculous. And I had this in my, in my brain yeah. for five o'clock. Oh, wow. So when I wrote you five and you said live... <laughs> And you look fantastic. That's impossible. No, that couldn't be. This was like, I mean, I needed a haircut desperately. And I thought it was a podcast. So you get the absolute, without question, worst of me, but feeling love for you, for your humor and your smile this morning. You know what, Devin? Thank you for that. And I almost mess I almost messaged Devin saying, Devin, if he can't show up, it's okay. But then I was like, no, I don't want to send him that because I want him to come. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm and I'm and I'm glad I'm totally glad that I'm here. It's just been one of those, you know, one of those things. Can I just be completely candid? Yeah, please go ahead. Yes. I've had an ongoing dentist thing that's culminating as we speak. So I have an emergency dental appointment in a couple hours. Oh goodness! Are you? Do you have some sort of pain medication or whatever's going on to like keep you? You seem okay. No, no but it doesn't matter. The show goes on. So all I can do is apologize. But we're here, and we're hopefully going to have a great time because you're easygoing. And uh, so I forgive me. You're forgiven. It's it's all good. And this is 
Excellent. So first off, Devin, our show is going to go by real quickly. We have 26 minutes left. Look at that. We're already doing good. Four minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So excellent. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share you know, just a little bit about you with our audience. And then this is excellent because as I was preparing, thinking it might just be me today, and that's happened before, the show must go on, as Devin was just saying. So I was already gathering some quotes about independence, and I love that you even brought that in because that totally is a mindset that can support a person in moving forward. But so before we get to any of that, let me just share with everyone a little bit about who this really cool guy is. Devin Galladay is the editor-in-chief of In the Know Traveler and the author of 10,000 Miles with My Dead Father's Ashes. He's also a coach and a philosopher. And last but certainly not least, he is the expert of marrying his beautiful wife all over the world. And we're gonna hear more about that because I gotta ask him about that. And you can find out more about Devin by going to devingalladay.com. And for our audio only listeners, that is D-E-V-I-N-G-A-L-A-U-D-E-T.com. There we go. You did that so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So, okay, so Devin, um, be just before we go any further, will you just share with everyone, what does it mean to uh, be the expert at marrying your wife everywhere around the world? Okay, so that's a great question. So really uh, a very brief story. My wife and I have been married now 25 times in 20 countries. The sort of goal, uh, hello, Helene Wilson, somebody's doing that. Um, uh, my wife and I have gotten married 25 times in 20 countries around the world. It's really on a quest for 100, 100 weddings in 100 countries. But that's not like a firm kind of thing. And so some of them are legal and some of them aren't. And it doesn't matter because really why I do it is totally for sort of like the sake of love, for lack of yeah. a better description. Uh you know, we had gotten married totally on a goof because I'm not that romantic. I'm not that smart. But we were on a trip to uh, to Mexico. Okay. And uh, my wife and I and a friend were walking down the street of beautiful downtown Puerto Vallarta. And we passed the fantastic Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, which is an iconic cathedral. And uh, what happened was I said on a total lark, why don't we go in there and get married? And my wife, and we had only been married two weeks at that time. And my wife looked at me like, uh, okay, let's do that. And the friend next to us said, well, I'm ordained. <gasps> and so I literally, I took off my ring. I handed it to her and I said, okay, I guess you're, you're presiding. And we marched off. And she and I got, uh, and we, and they did this. We basically did an impromptu uh, ceremony in front of the people, the parishioners who were there. It wasn't like a Sunday, mm -hmm. but there were people in there praying. And here was the thing: I totally treated it as a goof. And there was a point where it was like, "Okay, Devin, here's your vows." And I started speaking, and there were a couple things that I remembered that I didn't say the first time around that was really important to me. And uh, it, all of a sudden I realized, like I could tell instantly, it was incredibly meaningful to my wife. And it was actually something that meant something to the woman who was presiding. And all the parishioners were on the edge of their seat. Uh, 
and we got a little smattering of applause at the end. Um, but it was like this realization that, you know, most of us, we get married one time and it's this special day and then it's a million miles away. Yep. And it meant so much to her in that moment. And it was like obvious. It was like her elation from the the first time we got married to the second. Like the second was as important, if not more. Yeah. And to me, it was like a no-brainer. It's like, oh, well, we need to do this all the time. Not because it was like, and my wife knows it's not like I'm doing it because I just love it. I'm doing it because it makes our marriage stronger. Like if we get into a fight and we do, not a lot, but we do get into fights. We get along really well. But when we do, there is a point. Like if it's about to turn ugly, because it could, because that's what people do. Yeah. If it's about to turn ugly, um, there is like, you know, I've married you 25 times. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like we have to work through this, whether you like it or not. <laughs> like we're, this is this is the road we are traveling together. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're really terrible. And I'm getting a, I just got I, the numbers. Three, I, three. I did, I did too. I think we're good. I don't know. Like, funky stuff's happening today, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no, talk about it. So, um, so that's, so that's what's happened. And since then, I mean, obviously COVID has obviously completely derailed things to some yeah. degree. Um, but, you know, we got married, we went to Europe. Uh, you know, in uh, actually a year ago right now. And we, you know, some of the weddings are, again, they're sort of like these ridiculous spectacles, but most of them were, it's like we were in Belgium. I've have a, a buddy of mine that I've known for 40 years. So he married us uh, in front of the giant uh, iron molecule at the site of the 1962 Belgium World's Fair, right? And he just made some stuff up. But again, there's a I section where I get to say what's happening for me in terms of my love for my wife, and she does so in return. And then another friend uh, married us in front of the Eiffel Tower in France. And then another friend who we hadn't even met until that, like hadn't met in real life. Uh, we got married sort of at the Central Park of uh, Madrid. And then another friend uh, married us in her apartment in Lisbon. I, Devin, so what I love about this is a couple things. I love that you first acknowledged, and I know this was just a part of your story, but you were saying it was just a goof. It was just a goof to kind of what introduce this idea. Hey, let's get married again. It was just a yeah, goof. Well, it, I, I have this ability to not have a filter. Well, so, so I just spit this thing out and I do that. And sometimes it's it's very meaningful um, and other times it's just me speaking some nonsense a little bit. And that's one of the things I love about my wife that she just embraces it and, and frequently just like, all right, let's go do that thing. I, I think it's fantastic because you are, there's so much depth to what you're saying, even though it wasn't what either of you were expecting that first time around, right? You thought, oh, I already got married and now, oh, here randomly, huh, let's get married again. And look at the meaning and depth that that's added to your life. So what I wanna add is that all these things that we may perceive as mistakes or, or goofs or just, you know, like, oh, well, that doesn't really mean much. 
What if there's so much more meaning to them? And that's why I want to go back to, you know, how we started off today's show about you saying, you know, the show must go on and, and allow that to really start to direct our conversation on mindset. Because let me share with you a quote that I was pulling up before, before um, you came on. The world's greatest thinkers have often been amateurs. For high thinking is the outcome of fine and independent living. And for that, a professional chair offers no special opportunities. And that's a quote by Havelock Ellis. Uh, thank you for the quote, Havelock. I don't know who you are. But um, Devin, does that bring up anything for you? What thoughts are you, do you have on that? Um, you know, it, it brings up a whole lot of thoughts for me uh, from the standpoint, you know, without going into a whole lot of detail. Uh, you know, I've, I've had seven different friends die in the last couple of months. Oh, goodness. And I'm, that's, I'm not saying that for pity's sake or anything else. And I think I think most of us go through some really challenging times. And a lot of it comes down to is that we have this life, like we can have a deep conversation and I'm happy to do so on reincarnation and all the thousand lifetimes in the past. What is really abundantly clear is that I have now, I have now and I have this moment and um, I get to run with it. I get to run with what my life is in this, in this, in this thing that we're doing. Um, and so I think that's, I think we play with that. And I don't think, you know, I failed a lot. I almost failed terribly this morning. And in the failing, again, this isn't like you're making like a glum face. It's like, I've learned so much from those, from, from that, like, oh, that was a fail. Oh, but it turns out it was okay. It was like, do you know what I mean? Like all this stuff that happens, in life, I think we just get to run through it and learn from it. Hopefully, yeah. You know, yes. I've learned. Uh, I mean, part of the reason why I married, married my life is because I married my wife. Ooh, um, that sounds like a really good Freudian slip, though. Married your right? wife. Yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, it's it, so we just have this. Um, we've developed this cohesion through mistakes. You yes. know, our past. I mean, we got married when we were in our forties. And so we learned all kinds of incredible, interesting things, which A, it allowed us to kind of make our sort of more major ridiculous mistakes earlier in life. And then when we were ready for each other, um, when I was really truly prepared to be a husband and a partner to my wife, that's when we kind of showed up. I I love that. So, and I'm just going to speak to, so, so you mentioned, you know, I, I almost failed this morning. So I, I, and I, I hear what I want to add to that is I love that that's how you were seeing it and you threw in and that's okay. Because here's what I also see on my end, right? So there was a possibility that Devin wasn't going to be here this morning. And I was like, okay, what does this mean for me, right? Like, oh my gosh, do I freak out? Does like everything, go, you know, do does everything like end? Do I just not do the show because Devin's not going to be here? And for me, it was like, okay, it's another opportunity to be standing for who I am and what I'm doing. And to, you know, to share my thoughts, right? Like not to have so much on the guest, right? Get to share more of my thoughts. And so it's a learning opportunity for me too. So I just wanted to add, like, I didn't see it as a fail and I saw the learning and it's okay how you see it 
what are you getting from it? That's my point that I want to get at. Right. Um, I, I think that I think it's all about lessons. I think that's why we're yeah. here. I Me mean, too. this is a very deep philosophical conversation. All of a sudden, um, but I think that's I think I think the purpose of life is not merely just for me to uh, have cash rain from the sky and I get laid and everything's great and everybody throws parades for me. I don't, I, I think it's really like, I think intermingled with all sort of like the good stuff. And I think there's loads of it for everybody. I think we have learning from it. Always. Yes. Right. Devin, and so, yeah. Keep going. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that uh, a lot of it is how do we perceive it? And what does it mean? And what are we going to do with it? Yes. Which is obviously what you were kind of, I think, really going after. Yeah. And, and it's what what am I going to do with my failures? What am I going to do with those things? I'm, I'm certainly allowing, I am certainly have the choice to go, okay, I'm going to bury myself and, you know, not go outside because out there is, is can be scary. Um. And that's just, you know, there's there's something that happened, I think, for me, and, and some of it through is through just like life journey, not great, wonderful memories. But most of that stuff, I ended up coming away with sort of like a much stronger mindset that it's like most of the stuff that happens in the outside world isn't about me. It has nothing to do with me. Like, yes, somebody thinks of terrible thoughts. Sometimes people do terrible things, but it's really not even personal. Even if right. it kind of appears to be personal, you know, because if if I make it all personal, then I'm going to have a rotten day and I can I can't actually be um, I can't be supportive to you. Well, and, and yes, yes. And so likewise, right, if I had like chosen to freak out, then I wouldn't be able to be supportive to our audience today. I wouldn't yeah. be able yeah. So I love that you took it in that direction. And and that's to me like where things are connected, where there can be a ripple effect, because we can be aware that we can impact each other. And I still have my own ability to choose. Am I going to take it personally or am I not? It, right. it, you know, it, and so I, I love that you added that there, too. So, Devin, let me share with everyone here. Devin, just so you know, I think you know this, but I love philosophical conversations. So to me, um, you're we've, awesome had some, we've already had some good ones. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Um, okay. So when I asked Devin, what's an empowering quote that he would like to share with us? He's, he shared a Mark Twain quote, and it is, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime. That is like, whoa, that's a that's a powerful quote. Okay, why do you love that quote? Well, I mean, I, as you mentioned at the beginning, I'm the editor-in-chief of In the No Traveler, uh, which is in the notraveler.com. I guess I'm supposed to say that. Uh, my whole thing, why I started that site, was because I wanted to be able to encourage Americans to travel the world more. And I, and I believe, and I still believe, that if more Americans, and I think 25% of Americans hold passports, which I find that crazy, but I, I get it. I mean, there's a million reasons why people don't travel, but for those who are afraid or think it's weird or uncomfortable, um, I think it's a life-changing thing. I remember backpacking when I was in my 20s. My, my life was a train wreck. 
And I just, I, I bought a big giant backpack and I sewed patches on it in every country I went, like some total nerd. And I saw the world. I went, I, I saw the world and you know, it was funny. I interviewed a guy by the name and his legal name is the wizard of New Zealand. <laughs> and that's what his passport says. And he is a wizard and he's made it rain there during droughts and done. And he has, he has PhDs in of, of a wizardry from both New Zealand and Australia. And I, and he's a nut but the most lovable, interesting nut you've ever met. And I remember him saying, he goes, everybody needs to backpack. And I'm like, well, why? He goes, well, because at some point you're gonna, you're gonna get off the plane and you're gonna get off the train station and you're not gonna know anybody or where anything is. You don't know where the bathroom is. You don't know where the restaurant is. You don't know where you're gonna take a shower. And you may not even speak the language. And at some way during that trip, Maybe you'll sleep in a train station, but probably not. And by the end of that trip, by the end of the trip, you will have secretly told yourself that you can do it, that you can walk through all of that stuff. Like you will find food. You will find a way, even if you have no money, nobody ends up starving while they're backpacking. They find, you know, they find strangers who are kind, who may not speak your language, and they help you out. And I had, like, when I went, I didn't know anybody, and I didn't know anything, and I didn't know where I was going, all of those truths. And somehow it all worked out. Like, I, I ran out of money in some small town outside of Vienna. Like, I, all of a sudden, I realized I had no money. Some people just said, well, you can sleep in the barn. Wow. And I slept in the barn. And then I ended up taking a major walk and then somebody gave me a ride and something, you know what I mean? It's like all these little weird things that just kind of, it's, see, that stuff is personal. That's the personal part of your life where you get to walk through the adversity. And it wasn't ever major adversity while traveling, but it was just enough that told you, uh, you could go out there in this world, not know it and do it anyway. Okay, and it was so really like when he said that it was for me an incredibly empowering thing. And not only that, you get to learn, um, and this kind of harkens back to the Mark Twain quote, that we get to see people do it, what we would consider perhaps the wrong way, like a different way, a strange way. Like all you need to do is see Tokyo to realize that many of their giant buildings are just like ours. They go to work just like our, us and their culture is so very different. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's like you learn that for the most part, everybody wants their children to lead good lives and grow up and all that kind of stuff. And they have this world of differences in compared to us and somehow they managed to live their lives in wonderful, fantastic, interesting, unusual ways. You know, I mean, I think, you know, you go to a place like uh, what comes to mind is, you know, there's some sort of like up in the mountains in Guatemala where they just have measures of poverty that we don't experience on any level. And it's remarkable and it's fascinating and it's, um, in many ways, it's inspiring that, that I've got to walk through those sorts of things.
So in, in many ways, it also sounds to me like we're talking about the mindset of understanding the human spirit, something along oh. those lines. Yeah, no, I, th I think with that question, I think it's, I think it's really important. Uh, you know, what it does is, is that you start developing really strong compassion for people. You know, like even when it appears to be about you and like mm -hmm. a punishing mean kind of thing, because we don't, you know, always behave to our truest self every right. moment of every day. Right. Um, you start developing compassion for people's situations because you meet people whose circumstances are so beyond yours. Right. That there's no way you can see their life and then blame them for something that they, you know, maybe under better circumstances, they would have behaved in a better way. You know? I love that you brought that up because yes, I, I think that when we're in situations where there's conflict with someone where we do take, take something personally, maybe for a moment in time or whatever, and we feel hurt, we feel, we feel something because we think this other person is, did something to us or however we want to perceive it. And then if we can get a little distance and space and start to think about it and go, okay, what must be going on for that person for them to have done that to me or to behave like that or said this or do anything like that. And I think that that's where I have found the compassion can start to come in and just sort of soften things um, like you were talking about. Yeah. And, and even on a different level, like when I look at my own behavior that I'm not necessarily proud of because that exists, um, you know, I was, I think what all this stuff taught me is that, once I started having compassion for you, I was then capable of having compassion for me. Yes. Oh, Devin. Okay. So we are, um, we have some great comments in the, the comments thread, the chat thread. And um, let me just take a quick look here. Uh, Helene is saying, I haven't fully read this yet. It says, that is how it's supposed to be. People caring for others and helping each other. Wow, we still love, wow, we love still works in the world. Yes, it does, yes. So Devin, let me go and do a couple of things. I'm gonna share a couple of images on the screen as we are nearing the end of the show here. I wanna first share with everybody Devin's book. 10, oh my gosh, look at that. That's cool, thank you. You're welcome. So this is Devin's book, 10,000 Miles with My Dead Father's Ashes. And Devin, I think um, I just got the memory show up the other day or so. Is it like the two year anniversary or? Uh, it's yeah, it's maybe a little, I think it was released just uh, just over two years ago. Okay, okay, so, so congratulations with that. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely, and then, you know, I like to pull other images that just kind of speak to, um, you know, your quotes and, and, and things and you're a traveler. And so I grabbed all these, you know, really cool travel images. Uh, here's one I'll just share with you. This is just for fun, really. Uh, you know, I was like, Oh, look, it's Devin and, and his wife. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, when we get a little, we're not all that far from there. No, actually. you're, you're nowhere near there yet, but, um, yeah, that was just something fun. But here's another one that I thought you might really like. Uh, I'm going to let you read that. Can you read that? I always remember to plan ahead. Yeah, that is very <laughs> funny. That's, yeah, that's very clever. I mean, you know, it's funny because it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter what you plan. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, and I think that was, that was the point is that it's, it's okay. Like it's still going to work. Yeah, yes. no, it's totally still going to work and we're going to move through that. That's very funny. <laughs> okay. There's that. And then let me share this other one with you. Have you ever been here? Um, well, I, is a heart shaped Island. And um, it's I haven't, but I've been to an awful lot of islands in my okay. life. I don't even know what is that Island? Where is that? So this is actually, oh my gosh, I totally took notes on this and I don't see my notes. So this is actually, yeah, yeah, here it is. Okay. It's actually called Heart Island and it's in Alexandria. Okay. It's in a town called Alexandria along the New York border between New York and Canada. You can actually wow. visit that place. Yeah. I, I haven't been there, but you know where I have been? Where? Is One Foot Island uh, in the Cook Islands. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That reminds that reminds me, I think Long Beach, California actually has something, uh, like if you Google it, they have like a, like a one, it's one foot island or a one foot park or something like that. Have oh, you heard about I, that? I didn't know. I had no idea. That's, I think it's uh, literally in an intersection. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, then I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Devin, do you have, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today today and sharing all of your thoughts. I love being able to bounce back and forth like this with you and hear your perspective. I love how, how real and down to earth and authentic you are. And of course your sense of humor as well. And so thank you for being here and sharing that with all of us today. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, well, I do have one more question, but before, okay, before the final, final question, do you have any final thoughts on um, mindset and that how your mindset can help a person in moving in the direction they want to go? Um, yes. And that is we need other people mm. in this. In other words, uh, I know and I have certainly gone through it myself is that uh, if things don't go my way frequently, my natural inclination is to pull the blinds and close the doors with a, a tub of, of Ben and Jerry's and to kind of isolate or insulate myself from more aggravation, difficulty, pain, whatever. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that when I reach out to another human being and it doesn't matter why or for whatever reason, uh, it turns out better. Frequently, it ends up turning out to be a way that I can be of service to another person. And when that when that happens, all of those layers that I've built up around myself because of the discomfort uh, start transmuting. They start looking different. And so what that means is I have to be really aware of the fragility of myself. Wow. And I need to be fueled by you. Hmm. You know what I mean? I do. If I'm honest with you, had I, like there was a point in our very quick uh, exchange this morning where I could have probably said, oh, screw it. Sorry. I could have done that. Uh -huh. Right. And you would have been fine. I would have been, been fine. Okay. I probably would have beat myself up oh. because it would have been the wrong thing to do. Right. And it's easier. And I think it's actually far better to just kind of come here and cop and tell on myself and maybe even make fun of myself a little bit. And and now I think we both have a better day because of it. 
I totally get what you're saying. So I could go in, in different directions with this because yep. I could say, you know what? Maybe things weren't meant to happen the way that I thought they were going to in the first place. Oh, so yeah. the more that I can allow myself to be flexible and detached, right? And not be like, oh, secretly pissed off at Devin or anything like that, the better day I can have. So that to me, like that's been a journey for me, learning how to detach and like be in flow. And it's okay. I get it. Sometimes things happen and plans change. And as much as we may want to not have to cancel on something, sometimes it happens. And to me, that's where that self-compassion comes in. And I totally get what you're talking about too, about how honoring the commitment and still showing up and how that adds to the conversation, it adds to my connection with Devin, you know, as a friend, as, as a, as a guest and a host, it just, it adds to more connection in the world. And so, so I love both. What were you going to say? Go ahead. What I was going to say is I think the difference in what I was expressing, at least okay. for me, sure. is the part where I'm like, screw it. It's the thing where it was like, oh, okay, okay. This might be a little bit difficult, and then I back out of the difficulty because of my own stuff. That's really the part where I would have beaten myself up. In other words, if okay. really, like like I said, I'm running to a dentist later. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if all of a sudden you said, no, this was at, at, at like 11.15, I would say, oh, you know, because it really genuinely is sort of an emergency kind of level yeah, thing. I, I get it. Oh, my gosh. But that's that's different. That's different than, than me saying – Oh, I just don't feel as though I'm up to the challenge. So I'm going to back out to make it make it feel easier in this moment. That's to me, that's the rub. Because that's that's the part where I'll beat myself up over. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I do. It was like I could have moved forward, but for whatever reason, I was like, well, uh, I give up. That's the part I have to stay away from. Well, I, you, thank you for showing up today. I, 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 seriously, just thank you for being you and showing up. And I have to end with the final question. I don't know that you're expecting this at all. Um, it was in the email, but it's, it's, it's okay. So Devin, you ready for it? No. <laughs> Would you be open to making up a random song with the word mindset in it? Mindset? Um, uh, what? Um, <laughs> or you could make up a random poem or, I mean, you know, let's go with the flow. We have fun. With oh, it. yeah. No, I'm horrible at that. Uh, you bet mindset. Sing a song of love you bet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to write that in. Uh, <laughs> You got one sentence. You got a long sentence out of me. You know what? I think it was awesome. I'm gonna have to go back and <laughs> not, not for the listener. No, you know what? That was again you saying I'm gonna lean into this and I'm gonna go for it. And so thank you because it's fun and our audience tends to love it too, however it shows up. So, I, you know, listen, I that was a barely participating thing, but like my mind mindset couldn't you have given me something easier like vision Say, vision go for it no, okay. okay it's too late it's too late <laughs> vision okay yeah okay. No. i i saw a, a friend of mine does rap battles 
And Ooh. I thought it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Like they, two guys, well, I mean, it's maybe, I mean, I just happened to see it like with guys, but I okay. know that women participate as well. And they make fun of each other in rhyme, in the spot, a lot. And I was just like, I don't have that. I don't have that gear. But it was like, wow, was it a thing of beauty. So I, I'm sorry I did so poorly, but I'm, I'm glad that you asked. I, you know what? I'm glad that you responded how you did. It's all good, I promise. And um, with that said, Devin, I'm just going to say, will you tell everyone where they can go to connect with you um, and anything else you want to share with them? Oh yeah, um, my my wife now my wife and I now do a, a weekly radio show. Uh, you can see us at BBS Radio, uh, Crazy Sexy Midlife Love. We talk about what it's about getting older and being actually really in love and how to do that. And then of course uh, DevonGalladay.com. And then I'm just you know I'm actually in the middle of writing a book, actually multiple books, but one of them. Right is uh, uh, about my wife, our, our first uh, 11 weddings. Aww. And uh, sort of it's about travel, it's about love, it's about uh, some really horrendous mistakes I've made during my own, you know, absurd romantic history that is written totally tongue-in-cheek because it should be. Because love is supposed to be fun and, you know, yeah. you're supposed to have a great time and enjoy each other's company regardless of what the you know, the, whether it's a romantic or just friends or your family, whatever, you know, we, I think we're supposed to have a better time with that. When does your, the show come on? Crazy. Oh sexy? yeah. It's uh, every Wednesday at five o'clock. So we're sort of like almost drive time and uh, we even take callers and stuff like that. And sometimes answer, you know, relationship questions. Um, and, awesome. and, and we have a great time. So Crazy Sexy Midlife Love on bbsradio.com, I believe it is, 5 yeah. p.m. Pacific time. Right. Awesome. That's it. You nailed it. Very cool. All right. Well, Devin, again, thank you so much for being here today. I, I really enjoyed having you and getting to go back and forth with our, our, our conversation, our perspectives, and going that deep. I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. And thank you to everyone who was with us today, whether you're live or on the replay. As always, let us know what you're taking away from today's conversation. And have an amazing day. Remember, what is your vision? What are you headed towards? And what mindset are you pairing with that? Is that in service to you moving towards that vision or not? And have that compassion if you kind of get off track. It's okay. It happens to all of us. And how can you realign to keep moving in the direction you went ahead? With that said, I'll see you all again very, very soon for another episode. Have an amazing day. Stay right there, Devin. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Kim.